0: This Day in History Class is a production of iHeartRadio. Hey, I'm Eves, and you're listening to This Day in History Class, a podcast that proves history is always happening. Today is February 25th, 2020. The day was February 25th, 1986. Corazon Aquino became the 11th president of the Philippines and the first woman to hold the office. Aquino was born in a province north of Manila, the capital of the Philippines. Her family was wealthy and prominent in politics. They were of Chinese, Filipino, and Spanish descent. The family owned a sugar plantation that covered thousands of acres. Aquino went to a Catholic school for girls in Manila until she was 13. At that point, she went to the United States, where she attended Ravenhill Academy in Philadelphia and the Notre Dame Convent School in New York. In 1953, she graduated from the College of Mount St. Vincent, where she majored in French and minored in mathematics. Aquino went back to Manila and enrolled in law school, but she soon left school and married Benigno Aquino Jr., who was also from a wealthy family. Over the years, the couple had five children together. Just a year after they married, Ninoy, as her husband was known, was elected mayor of the city of Concepcion. As he rose in his political career, he became the youngest territorial governor and later youngest senator in the Philippines. At the same time, Corazon Aquino focused her attention on taking care of the family. But Ninoy was a vocal opponent of the regime of President Ferdinand Marcos. In 1972, Marcos declared martial law in the Philippines and extended his rule beyond the limit of two terms. Ninoy was expected to win the 1973 presidential election, so he was one of the first people put in jail on made-up charges including murder and firearms possession. Ninoy spent nearly eight years in prison. While he was imprisoned, his wife became more politicized and acted as his liaison to the public. Corazon Aquino memorized his speeches and gave them to the press. When Marcos decided to hold parliamentary elections in 1978 under a guise of democracy, Ninoy ran for a seat in parliament, with Corazon running a large part of the campaign. Despite the fact that Ninoy got overwhelming support, Marcos rigged and won the election. The Aquino family moved to Massachusetts in 1980 after U.S. President Jimmy Carter pressured Marcos to release Ninoy from prison so he could undergo heart surgery. Corazon described her time in the Boston area as some of the best years of her life. But in 1983, Ninoy returned to the Philippines to help with parliamentary elections. He was assassinated when he arrived at the Manila airport. Aquino then became a central figure in anti-Marcos politics. As a leader in this charge, known as the People Power Movement, she took part in demonstrations against the regime. When Marcos called for elections in 1985, Aquino's supporters urged her to run for president. After initial hesitancy, she agreed to run and picked Salvador Laurel as her running mate. They ran under his coalition, the United Nationalist Democratic Organization. Though Marcos charged her with a lack of political experience, Aquino gained support through her opposition to the president. Though it was clear that Aquino was winning when the polls closed on February 7, 1986, the government declared Marcos the winner. Aquino and her supporters protested the outcome, and after weeks of conflict, Marcos fled the Philippines. Aquino was sworn in as the first female president of the Philippines on February 25, 1986. During her presidency, several coups attempted to remove her from office. She promoted land reform, free speech, and the prosecution of human rights abusers. But many of these promises went unfulfilled during her tenure. Besides the political challenges she faced, she had to deal with natural disasters and power failures. She remained president until June of 1992. Akinya was diagnosed with cancer in 2008, and she died the next year. Months later, her son was elected president of the Philippines. I'm Eve Jeffcoat, and hopefully you know a little more about history today than you did yesterday. If you're hungry for more history, you can find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at podcast. We also accept electronic letters at this day at iheartmedia.com. We're here every day, so you know where to find us. Bye. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.